It's just about that time of the week. Time for the Weekly Weebs Podcast. Grab your friends, family, waifus, and husbandos, and join your favorite weebs for an exciting show of anime talk. Hosts Crimson, Frenchie, Wickwicky, and Zario Machini will review and suggest shows, talk about news from the industry, and tackle some of the biggest arguments in the world of anime. It's the Weekly Weebs Podcast, starting now. Hello and welcome back to another Weekly Weebs review. This week we are reviewing the show Tribe 9. This is Zario Machini, but I'm going to be passing it off to Crimson because he assigned it. So Crimson, tell us tell us about, about Tribe 9. Uh, I saw this pop up on a couple things. Uh, one of them was through TikTok, but before that um, I had heard news that Corpse uh, was going to be in an anime, and I was like, okay, I can get behind this, because Corpse's music is really freaking cool, and I was like, okay, him as a VA, I can, I can get behind it. Oh, is he a musician? Yeah. He's a musician, I, content creator, he did YouTuber. Oh, he's, he, he, he did... I knew he was like a he was like a streamer. Yeah, he did video yeah. game streaming. That, he did music, and he's done. Uh, he's also one of, like scary the top. Stories. Yeah, he's also one of the top uh, Among Us players. Okay. Yeah, um, I knew I knew him for video games. I guess I didn't know he made music too. Yeah, he's got some good music. That's cool. Yeah. Um, but I also saw that this was done by the same people that did Akudama Drive for their uh, animation. Oh, it looks like it. Like, yeah, from uh, Akadama Drive and Danganronpa. And that, I was like, okay, now I really want to see it. Mm-hmm. It definitely threw me a curveball, no pun intended, when I found out it was about baseball. Yeah. Like, I, extreme I baseball. I was like, okay, yeah, this is kind of fucking cool. When you brought this show up, like, months ago... I knew nothing were, about it originally. About, even when you showed the trailer... I don't even remember anything about fucking baseball in the trailer. So I was thinking it's like, it was going to be like a sci-fi like battle shown in. And it basically is. But with, with baseball. badass baseball. I really liked that concept of like the diff, like I, the storytelling, not the, the world building in this was actually well done because think of it this way. At the first episode, we get introduced to the world and we are told that there are tribes yeah. that are spread out all with their own team for like this extreme baseball event yeah and there's a tri- another tribe that is trying to basically destroy these tribes and take over and rule the extreme baseball game as a whole sort of yeah yeah can they tell us how it was invented yes yes they uh, do. the well okay, I don't so, that at all. so i'm so i'm gonna start out it, it was in the very beginning of the series which i i will say the first line of the series pissed me off because the year that this takes 20 place double in, X. 20 XX. <laughs> I fucking... It, so as... there, This is not the first sci-fi to have like a bullshit, not actual numbered year. I hate it. Every time I see it, I hate it. That's not how people keep track of years. Well, That's not a useful calendar if you're not having actual years think of it this way though it's kind of smart for them to do that though also because of the fact that because we aren't given the remaining of the years we're not being like because no, no, well, no. think of it this the way the year is 20xx 
We just don't uh, know what the fuck that means. I thought the X's were covering up for the other numbers. Like, I was saying, because if you looked back no, at, like, movies just, like 2012 and stuff, where the world was supposed to end, and then it never ended, and no, you look at other shows where... It's uh, just indiscriminate future time, which them calling it Neo-Tokyo should be enough. Yeah. That, that was, Neo-Tokyo has been enough to tell you that it's in the future ever since fucking Neon Genesis and, uh, and uh, Tetsuo. Yeah. Like and a Blade ton, Runner, a ton of other cyberpunk. Yeah, Neo Tokyo equals future. Future. That's, that's but but yes. So in Neo Tokyo, they go back to being like an imperial government, and the new and around this time, uh, there were there was a bunch of gang activity. Gangs were coming up, and they were killing each other in the streets, and this was happening everywhere. Mm-hmm. So the the empire. Uh, established strikes back. Uh, yeah, they strike back, and they strike three times, and then they're out. Uh, so they create extreme baseball, uh, so that gangs can let out their violence in like a legal way, without murder, without killing each other all the time. Okay, and the empire is where the fucking one guy came from. The dude with the mask. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Ojiro, I believe and is his name. Yeah, he's the grandson. Blood path. Is yeah. he the grandson now? Yeah. Yep. Yeah, he's the grandson. Uh, I was no, because he's not, actually. Oh, he was really? one of the experiment nope. people. He's one of the kids that was experimented on with the same guy that had his well, arm completely well, fucked. I mean, both of those things could be true. So what there, there's this? zero reason to believe that, that the Emperor would not put his own family through this yeah. process. What fucking happened to his eyes? Uh, my guess is just through time. They just fu- they look like that's the big reason why I I'm pretty sure they're related. They, they didn't the look like that before eyes. when they did the flashbacks to the thing. His eyes were normal. That's true, but his grandpa's not good at baseball, and he's also not strong. So I don't think it has anything to do with the experiments. <sighs> like I don't know. I kept going sort of back and forth. In the show, there are definitely things about this show that I like. Like, it worried me when it when it was just like, oh, by the way, this is a sports anime, and I was like, oh fuck, I thought this was a sci-fi battle show then, and then it was like, cut, it still is, and I'm like, oh okay. So Ojiro is the son of the former king of Neo Tokyo and successor to the throne, which. By that logic, I guess the old man was his dad. Oh, his, it was his dad. He did not age well then. No, we did not. <laughs> uh, but yeah, they are related. Yeah. So um, yeah, you were right. Yeah. Um, like I said, can two, I summarize two this entire show in one sentence? Yeah. Baseball go bird. No, Yu-Gi-Oh, but with baseball. What? The game of baseball decides everything in their world that doesn't affect normal people it's all these select people that it's really affecting and they're controlling going after power like a fucking children's card game and this time it's a baseball game that that's kind of true but honestly you saying it just makes me wish that Yu-Gi-Oh was a full-on battle shonen where all of the people were beating the fuck out of each other (laughs) because like I mean they do they do kind of do that. They steal each other's souls. Yeah, I mean, that's true. But, like, in this show, 
you know, when the masked dude goes up to pitch for the first time and he has to have three catchers and then he still kills all three of them because his pitch is so massive. This that's like, thing that pisses me off. The power scaling in the show is fucking everywhere throughout the entire yeah. thing. It is not consistent whatsoever. No, absolutely not. And that kind of upsets me. I honestly... I was kind of intrigued with the show too much to really care about the power system. I was like... I was more focused on the animation when those kind of things happened. I'm like, this looks sick as fuck. And yeah. I stopped even thinking about like how power scaling works. It didn't works. fucking make sense because now he could do this, but why? It, how, like there were times where like okay, he's running stupid fast. Why isn't he running stupid fast now in a scenario where he needs to run? There's just things where like it's like oh he can't do it here, but he can do it over here. Or like this guy punches super hard now, but over like it's shit like that. Like it, like, oh, like, like the continuity. Like, yes. yes. That, gotcha. That, that fucking bugged me. That, quite a bit. That's fair. Yeah. I was trying, I was looked, I was like, what? The continuity I get. I loved that Brittany Karbowski was in this, I'd like to point out. As, she? Uh, she was the pigtail chick who was basically the boss after uh Yeah. Yeah. She was that's Brittany Karbowski. Oh, I can hear that. Yep. As soon as I heard her voice, I was like, I think that's Brittany. I looked it up and I was like, that's Brittany. Was the red-haired dude Kyle Hebert? Uh, it's hard I, to tell with the accent. Let me double check. I think it's. I don't think it is. But it sounded like an Irish go-hard. I'm pretty sure Joey Wheeler's voice actor was in the show. He was. He he was definitely uh, one of the Pompadour gang members, at least. Okay, so the main character is a kid named Casey Mangillo. I butcher your name. He's done a couple yeah. of smaller ro- roles. He was the Angel Devil in Chainsaw Man. Oh, that's cool. Um, I still haven't watched that in English, though. Tyga is Philip Sacramento. Oh, definitely not Kyle Hebert. No, it is not. Uh, he's done a lot of very small roles. Okay, because, yeah, when I heard him speak, it just sounded like Gohan, but Irish. Amberly Connors is the chick who uh, was basically, like, the right hand of Ojiro, who had, like, the insane suit and was using her feet to throw the ball. Mm-hmm. Which, fuck that bitch. Yeah, fuck that bitch. For real. Um, yeah, I mean, honestly, like, there's a couple of, like, fairly recognizable names in here, like Zach Aguilar, Amberly Connors, Kaylee Mills, uh, Brittany Karbowski, but a lot of them are, like, like, I've not heard of some of these names, and there was a lot of, like, kind of those, uh, I guess, either under the radar or, like, kind of background-ish character. Have you heard sure. of Corpse? I have heard of Corpse. I've heard oh his music. God. Crimson, I need you to scroll down because they have an actual credit on behind the voice actors for Nekomaru the cat. Yeah, I saw that. It's the it's Moxie the cat. That's fucking awesome. Um, it's funny because additional things. voices for the cat is also Bananya and the Curious Bunch. <laughs> uh, they had a cat play a cat in the show and a cat play a cat in Bananya. That's awesome. I would like to point out this cat has more credits than Corpse does. Well, yeah, because this is Corpse's first fucking role that he's taken. Um, this is a cat. And? Uh, also, speaking of Corpse, I don't think he did it, they utilized him well. Facts. I, I would agree. I don't think the voice acting for the show was very good. Facts. Yeah. I thought the voice acting... I think that's kind of across yeah, the board, Are you though. saying this, or are you just being a Corpse dick writer right now? No, I said, said agree. I agreed that Corpse wasn't that good here. I said disagree. No, 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 no. no. I, there were times where the voice acting as a whole was 
fine. I most of the that. No, I just, there sometimes there was. Most of the time it wasn't the best. I'm yeah. saying that now. Most of the time it wasn't the best. I liked Corpse's voice, like the way his voice is with his character. However, the problem is, is because of that same voice, it's harder for him to kind of get that more, uh, like the more depth with the character and stuff. And so it feels very monotone. I think... There's no emotion for any of them. That character that, he yeah. played was not a good fit for his voice at all. With Corpse, no. there, with his voice specifically, because of how unique it is and what it is, there is very few roles. You can't just put him in a role. He has to be he has to be typecasted, unfortunately, because mm-hmm. he doesn't he doesn't have the range like everybody else does. Right. That character I don't feel like was a good choice. Like, Corpse's voice specifically is probably meant to be played with burly, bigger people. I feel like his voice would be fine if it was just like Odro with the mask, but then when his yeah, mask was off, it was something I was different. Saying. I hated it with the mask, dude. The, with the mask, it sounded more like. What I like, Darth what, Vadery kind, not it, not to that sounded, degree, but it sounded what I mean. like what I expected to hear. Corpse sound like from like his his streams, you know. It, it's it sounded like that's when I was like, oh, that's Corpse Party, yeah, and it worked. But he had kind of the same voice even without the visor, and I and, wish that that was different. Yeah, that made no sense. Yeah, if it was a different voice when he wasn't wearing the mask. It would make more sense because then, like with the mask, it's kind of a more darker, kind of grittier tone to the character. Mm-hmm. But, um, but honestly, I wasn't a fan of most of the voice act. Like the main kid, also I hated his voice. Yeah, uh, the Tiger's Irish accent kept fading in and out. I did notice that, but uh, he still was pretty funny. He uh, he was a funny character, but we're talking about the voice acting, right? Um, and I don't know. Nobody really. Nobody stuck out to me at all as like uh, any type of exciting performance. And then, well, that's not true. Tiger did kind of. Tiger went through. I, if I were to say, Tiger went through the most development out of any character in this because he also went to a master. I'm talking about voice acting. Oh, okay. Not yeah, the character. Get your shit right, Crimson. <laughs> well, you know, he did do that one thing. It didn't change. His voice actor did nothing different. <laughs> Whatever the character went through, the voice actor had nothing to do with right. that. Also, do you, I feel like they may have just like put this guy in. Like, oh, we're just going to make this guy this kind of voice. Oh. Like, oh, do you know what? This guy is going to be from a different country. Fuck it. I mean, basically, but like... That's the characters it. in the show know that he's a foreigner. They refer that to is true, that. yeah. There, there's even... Uh, I think it's in like the first or second episode when... Uh, oh, I think it's the very first episode when uh, the kid is getting bullied and he shows up and somebody tells Taiga to get back on the boat. Yeah. Back to like, where he came from. So, like, he is supposed to be foreign. And people don't like him for that because it's Japan. Uh, unless that's just how they wrote it specifically for this English version. I suppose. Um, I just say Taiga's voice to me sounded so much like Shiagarath from Skyrim. Yeah, I could see that. The Wabajack. Yeah, I did like how yeah, how he got around not being able to hit the ball. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, he just swung so hard that it created an air force around them. That's what I'm saying. Like if he can, 
produce that much strength to create a vacuum mm-hmm. around his bat, there's no fucking way he can't punch someone's legs out. We oh, did yeah. see him couple, like no, I'm talking about like kill someone oh. punch. There's no fucking way. Uh, well, I mean, honestly, the dude that he punched through that giant pipe should have died mm. when he first came back after training. I didn't care about Shun's death. I would have cared about Shun if he stuck around. If he, yeah, if he was I in liked for him more than the main character. If he was in the show more than two episodes, I would have actually cared more about that. Because I actually, yeah. I did enjoy his character a lot. I thought that out of the characters we were given, he was the best. Yeah, like, oh, this character has potential to be something really cool, and he's gone. Yeah. Okay. I feel like Kazuki was kind of... just combined the two characters of him and the dude with the busted arm. Kazuki, yeah. Yeah, like, he's the leader of the group, and then it comes out later that he grew up with Ojiro. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's why I was kind of hoping what happened is that, like, Kazuki would be kind of that stand-in role, uh, or better at being that stand-in role. Um, yeah, I mean, the characters themselves were not really the best, but the everything else. Yeah. I mean, like, the animation, like, the art style, like, all that stuff was, like, I thought it was really well done. I didn't like the art style, dude. You didn't? I did. Oh, I, I feel like four it. of the characters looked exactly the same, except their color palette was just different. Are you talking about the quadruplets? <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. no. Like, well played. Died, the one that died, uh-huh. the one that took over his bat, and the blue hair guy. Uh, yeah, they do have, like, the same hairstyle. They, like, there was characters in the show that pretty much just looked exactly the same, except their color palette was just a little different. Yeah, yeah I, I can see that. I, mean, I don't know. I, li- I like a lot of their clothes. Yeah. I like the way that the city looks. Mm-hmm. Like, their technology looks really cool. Plus, with this being the same studio that did, like I said, Off and Down Drive, and Dang- like, especially Danganronpa. Danganronpa has, like, a, a kind of... That's basically the same style as it's a game slash anime. Oh, is that um, what Digimon's from? No, uh, Brian Beacock plays the bear. Monokuma. The, Monokuma. Yeah, he's from Digimon. No, he's not. He's from fucking Danganronpa. Which, he's like, bear's from fucking Digimon, though. No. No. From Danganronpa. Anyways. Why do I keep getting that fucking... Can we talk about how bad of a character Haru is? You, yeah. first, first you'll have to remind me which one that is because I don't remember most of the names in the show the main one like the one that oh. said he liked Sauri yeah no, no I, I hate I it I thought that moment was dumb because yeah, it came so out of left nowhere. field yeah. literally they had no build up for any type of relationship and then he's just like I'm going to shoot my shot of course you're going to get rejected yeah <laughs> uh, um. no, the, no that dude sucks and uh when in the beginning, when they were like, "Oh, we're gonna call you bored or boring or whatever," I completely agreed with them. Yep. And then he just stayed. Stayed that way. Yep. He stayed exactly the same throughout the entire show. The only slight bit of character development that he got was in the beginning when he <laughs> was when he decided he liked extreme baseball. Yeah. And it's like okay. There's his whole character. Um, but what I was saying earlier is that Danganronpa does have a v- Yeah. No. Yeah. Danganronpa does have its own unique uh, art style as a whole, and Tribe 9 uh, 
very much follows that same art style of like what the like the character styles, how the hair kind of sticks out at times, like that that kind of stuff, like those kind of details. I definitely, when you mentioned Akudama Drive, I definitely can see them being like animated by the same people. Like in my head, I it, I could see them being in the same world almost. Yeah, because this um, is Danganronpa. Yeah. Yeah. I've I've never watched or played that. But Neither have I. I've actually I've been kind of curious about it. Seen a lot of. I've heard a lot of really good things about it. About it. Um, but uh, I don't know. Yeah. The, the show looks cool, and uh, uh, most of the action I did enjoy. I the extreme baseball is like. An interesting plot device, and but I don't really have. It's just kind of there, I guess. Like, well, it, it's not. It's the, not kind of there. It's kind of the whole purpose of. No, the whole purpose is gang violence. That's really what the show boils down to. Oh yes. And then the baseball was there to be a way to a control the population and b stop gang violence. Which is but. But it's immediately, not immediately, but it's changed once fucking corpse takes control to bring it back to gang violence. Yeah. And once that, once we go back to the gang violence, there's literally no point to extreme baseball. Well, I think the thing is with the extreme baseball is it's, they did it for so long also that they were like, okay, we'll, people still enjoy the sport itself, right. but we're going to do that while also basically trying to kill everybody at the same time. Yeah, my, my point being about it just being a plot device is that the show would have been exactly the same if Extreme Baseball was not there and it was just a show about game violence. Gotcha. Yes, sir. I just thought about this. Do you, could you uh, just sit here and imagine how Dragons. long these games... Of extreme baseball took. Oh, insanely long because oh, their whole yeah. territory is the fucking field. So yeah. fucking long. Yeah. That's okay. why they had the people with the screens that were saying like the ball's heading in this direction. Yeah, or like just them having to okay, I gotta go walk to where the outfield is. I'll see you in fucking two hours. Yeah, and the uh, and the fact that they're scoring up into the triple digits some games. Yeah. Like, Those yeah. are like. Those are at least a solid day, day and a half long games. It has to be. But also, oh, that's what I'm saying. Like it, feel, it looks like it takes an hour sometimes. Yeah. To yeah, get to places, but also they also run fast as fuck, which I don't understand. There's, I'm guessing it involves with like the evolution of their city. They probably also enhance the like the, the players probably enhance their bodies just like they have their bats. Like the bats are obviously enhanced and stuff, so they probably have like well, their gear, gear or something. Yeah. yeah. Their gear helps too, because their shoes let them scale buildings. Yep. So they have shit like that going for them. And we've also seen the chick who had the bodysuit with the literal jet boosters on her legs. Like people in this show are fucking superhuman. But on top of that they also have like mechanical enhancements. But a lot of that stuff that we see Technically, is illegal in games. Just half the time, the opposite team of the bad guys hacks the thing and makes it so they can use it. I think that just happened with the. That just happened the one time with the yeah. those one guys and those that other team, like the girl with the fucking, uh, fucking 
the boosters? I think so, yeah. I don't think that was technically legal. But well, at that point, the, at that point, the law changed. At that point, the law changed because Ojiro took over. So at that point, there yeah, was that, that was everything goes. Yeah, at that point, uh, yeah, at that point, that well, he didn't got mad matter. as fuck when she used a gun. It's okay because that guy was completely fine in the next scene. Yeah. Uh, okay. Um, which that pissed me off because he got shot. Yeah, that made zero sense. That yeah. made zero sense. Yeah, it's like all right, we're gonna shoot him with the gun. Oh, I'm dying. She gets banished because she just shot him with a gun. Next scene. He's running around helping people evacuate, and he's like, "We're gonna stop this city, this castle, from falling." Yeah. He's like, "What? You were just bleeding out, dying." I will say, given the knowledge of like the gear that people have in this, the guys who use the motorcycles and stuff for their running—that's poor guys. Yeah. yeah. In a way, it's smart because you're saving energy, but in a world like this, it's probably the worst way to get around at the same time. Two things: one. Their pump are fucking awesome. Oh yeah, <laughs> yes. Those guys are those guys are great. Second thing, we completely forgot to talk about Toriko's pompadour at the end of the series, and that's something that I feel like we need to talk about. <laughs> yeah, beautiful. I just wanted to state that. Yeah, yeah, it was. It was. It was gorgeous. Also, it was a twelve out of ten. Yeah. Frenchy, did you listen to the episode? Yeah. Did, did you? Did we change your mind at all about Toriko? Uh, about Toriko. So, honestly, overall, I don't have a I just didn't vibe with it. Like, talking a little bit more about it, I would up my score a little bit. I need to go listen to the full episode for it, but uh, it just didn't hit vibe with me. I I thought it was funny, but it wasn't nearly as funny as I thought it would be. It was just mostly stupid to me. We were amazed that your world building was so fucking low. Yeah. And also the point of the show... like, really specific scores that we were, like, really shocked that you gave. Well, like, one of the things you said was about it it being trying too hard to be funny. And we were like, it's not not trying to be funny at all. They're completely serious throughout the show. That is the life they live. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not necessarily talking about them. I'm talking about the show as a whole. And yeah, I meant... Um, I thought about it. I'm like, why did I put my world building solo? So I do need to go back and reread it. Yeah. Sweet. Yeah, we were we were just curious about that. We... <laughs> uh, for the, for those of you who unfortunately can't, can't see. The adventurer just walked into the room wearing without a, a word, wearing a Kansas, Kansas City Chiefs pod show. Kansas, Kansas City Chiefs. Yeah, and just doing, just doing a snap figure again. It was glorious. Oh, that was beautiful. Y'all are welcome for yeah, going thanks. over to all Chelsea's. Thanks for that. <laughs> you have fun. Oh, are you are you showing off the poncho? Is that why you're wearing it? You're gonna yeah. go over there and show it off. Yeah. <laughs> you and Olin can be poncho buddies. Poncho, poncho buddies. Awesome. Anyways. Uh, any, anyway, um, yeah, it was it was one of those reviews where I, where uh, at least Wiki and I were really wishing that that you were present for because. Uh, we were pretty sure we could have changed your mind on some things. You're very passionate about it. Yeah. Like I said, I don't really have a major problem with the show. Um, no. I thought it was good, but it wasn't great to me. Oh, and that's totally fine. Like I said earlier, it was like it was just sort of like specific 
you know, yeah. score, scores that you gave, like world building was one of them. Like regardless of how you felt about like your, your you know, personal preference of the show, there was just some stuff that like... I will say, I thought the voice acting in that show was also bad outside of Ian Sinclair as Toriko. I don't think we gave it good voice acting scores either, but I don't remember right now. I don't think we did. Um, Terry's the best character. Terry is awesome. I love him. Um, but, uh, yeah, Tribe 9. This show... This show is... I gave voice acting a 6. Yeah, for Tori Go. That's probably around what I gave it to. The show itself could have been a mu- could have been a lot better. The idea of it though was there. It could have just been executed better. I think that's really what it boils down to. The idea is there. Yeah. It could have been executed better. Yeah, this show might have benefited from being a little longer. Yeah, so they could, could kind of have, uh, I guess, more fleshed out inner storylines. I would agree. Uh, that happens within like the Minato tribe and stuff like that. Because I really just didn't care about anyone. I'm like the same. Like I appreciated Taiga's training moment because he's the only one in the tribe that actually improves. Yep. Um. Everybody else just stays exactly the same. Because uh, uh, for some reason, everybody else besides Taiga is a prodigy. And Taiga's not even the main character. So, sure. Um, but So he got that glow up, which was kind of nice. But I didn't care enough about him to make it super amazing. I would agree with that. Uh... Yeah, that's that's mostly how I. That's kind of my thoughts about the the full show. Is like there are cool things about it. I just didn't care enough about the people in it. Yeah. Shall we get into ratings then? Sure. It can. Sure can. Yeah. We're saying sure it can. Oh, you've seen that now. I've seen that now. Nice. Uh, cool as fuck. It is cool as fuck. Yeah. Other than the fact that he shattered his arm doing so and has the potential of losing all his chakra. But you know. Uh, yeah, if he loses his own, he has nine tails. That's right. Well, until more two. Um, so, yeah. <laughs> uh, so, personal enjoyment, uh, I'm good. I, I had a seven. I'm going to knock it down to a six. I still enjoyed the. It was still an enjoyable watch. Like, I had a fun time watching this shit go down. It's just the story part of it. I was kind of like, eh. Uh, animation, I give an 8. I love the animation for this show. The people that did, like I said, the people that did Akadama Drive and Gangnam Rapa, like, they know what they're doing, and I absolutely love it. Um, character development, I gave a 4. <laughs> is really the only one that really developed, and even then, it was, like, barely. I mean, and even the 4, I think, is being a little generous. Um, so. Oh, wait till we get to mine, too. I think I have the same thing, but. Anyways, um, soundtrack gave an 8. I thought the soundtrack was a bop. It was really good. Uh, World Building, I also gave it 8. Um, because of the fact that, like, they did a good job with setting up the world that we are in. And 
while it does just boil down to gang gang violence, the I like the ideology of throwing in the extreme baseball to help resolve that. I thought was a really nice touch. Uh, plot I did give like a, I gave a six. Um, it was there. It was fine. Um, but because of the world that we're in, it easily could have been better. Uh, VA performance, I gave a five. And again, I even think that might be a bit generous, but I did knock it down quite a bit. Because uh, I sat on it more and I was like, wait, no, the voice acting was bad. Uh, art style, I gave a nine. I really like the art style of this show a lot. Uh, uniqueness, I gave a seven. Um, it's... It's unique enough to be kind of its own thing, but not totally unique to the point where it's something new, if that makes sense. Uh, recommendation, I give a six. Um, you can watch it. It's a f it's fun if you just kind of want to see some crazy shit happen and some beautiful animation. Um, but otherwise, if you're looking for something that's more story driven this ain't it uh so total for me is 67 nice yeah like i said I, I i gave it a very fair rating same stories ended up being pretty similar so i'll go next uh personal enjoyment i gave a six there were like i said there were things about the show i liked but i don't know i was kind of fading in and out things that but it had potential Animation, I gave an 8. Uh, it looked awesome. Um, character development, I gave a uh, 5. Uh, Taiga kind of gets some... Taiga carried. Yeah, and uh, not that much. Five yeah. might, I would argue that five might be a little there are though. 5 characters in that show that got character development, at least in my knowledge. Sure. You have Tyga, you have the main character that, we may not care a lot about him, but they did get it. You got Tyga, the character that he's with that I learned how to really use the bat. I like the main character changed as right? a character. He grew more into himself and learned to be more comfortable. And it's, I guess that's like, fair. He, did, he, he had come to terms with it, like family and wanting to be able to, and not That'll so much, in, like, he's not so much of a coward episodes, anymore, so. you know? You can see his growth in the returns of two how he carries himself in the end of wanting to continue to play the game because he has found something he loved. Mm -hmm. Okay. Um, him, uh, the bad guy. Ojiro. Oh, yeah, he, he did develop at the end there. His realizing. brother got it. Oh, the blue, the blue hair dude. Yeah. Yeah. And then I would argue... I would almost argue Brittany Garbaski's character. Yeah, the girl with the tails. I would say she came into a role of her own as the leader. Yeah. Stepping into that after someone died. Basically being like, okay, I'm not in charge, but I need to see my teammates. They need someone to be in charge. I gotta pick up the mantle. Now, yes. saying all those things... Um, doesn't change your It's still score. not a lot. Uh, yeah. It's not enough for me to... Yeah. So it's not enough to warrant anything higher than a five. I just wanted to personally. point out that that's it fair. wasn't just one character. That's the only thing I wanted to point out. Okay. That's fair. I appreciate the defense. With that said, I am going to change my character development to a five and not to a 68. Um, Instead of 67. World building, I gave an eight. This show actually did, I think, do a, a really good job of kind of explaining the things that were happening yeah. uh, within Neo-Tokyo. Yep. Um, Soundtrack, I gave a 9. Loved it. 
plot. I give it a six. It was fine. Kind of good idea. But could have been done better. Uh, voice acting, I gave a four. Really didn't like most of it. And some characters were just sort of like decent at best. Uh, art style, I gave a nine. I loved how everything looked. Uniqueness, I gave an eight. I actually do think this show is fairly unique. I can't think of other shows that's like a sci-fi battle shonen, but also a uh, gang war sports, sports anime. anime that like that isn't it, just sports; it's extreme sports. Yeah, it's it's a made up sci-fi sport. You know, it, like it's it, it's one of those shows where we where you talk about how it it does like a bunch of things and puts it into a mixing pot and kind of makes it its own. This show does that. I just don't think it was executed super well. Um, recommendability, I gave a four. I have technically told somebody about this show already because they were asking me what I've been watching. So I told right. them, but I did not directly tell them that they should watch it. So I can't be like, oh, I've already been recommended to these people. Right. So, Makes sense. Like, unlike Toriko. Unlike Toriko, which I, I like have Toriko. been telling people to watch. Has, so. the, has the adventurer watched it? Huh? Has the adventurer watched it? I don't think so. What a bitch. Um... Uh, total, I gave a 67. Nice. I also just found out that the people that did the ED for this song are the same people that did the open for Ice Queendom. For Ice Queendom. I love the oh. open for that. I love the ending for this show. Like, the end song for the show. So it yeah. makes sense. That's very fair. Yeah, right, the soundtrack was really good. Oh, yeah. They nailed it. it. It's like a... I don't know if we were on air yet or not when Frenchie was saying it, but he was mentioning how the show got... For him, got a boost because of the technical aspects. I'm exactly the same way. Oh, yeah. Um, personal enjoyment, I gave it a six. Animation, I gave it an eight. Character development, I also gave it a five. Uh, soundtrack, I gave it an eight. World building, I gave it a five. Plot, I gave it a five. Which is really, probably isn't, uh, blah, 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 blah. Why I brought that. I also like the open. Same guy I did, other side. Oh, yeah. Uh, voice actor points, I gave it five. Oh, yeah. Art style, I gave it five. Uniqueness, I gave it eight. And recommendability, I gave it four. You gave art style a five? Yeah, yeah I, told like, you, I did not like it. I yeah. felt like they all looked pretty much the same to me, in a sense. Yeah. Just different color palettes. I didn't think a lot of the characters were unique in their own right. I also fucking hated the character design for the villains. I did not like uh, Corpse's character's design really? at all. Uh-huh. I liked how he looked. Oh, I thought he was I thought the mask was badass. stupid as fuck. Uh, yeah, it's a total of 59. Alright, Frenchie. Also, pointless. Like, why the fuck you wear the mask in the first place? You're just gonna take it off. I don't know. Why did those skids wear all wear masks? I don't know. They shouldn't have done it. Uh, it's for intimidation purposes. Oh, yeah, I, I didn't stupid. like any of them, so... Anyways, passed. I pee the tea. I passed the turn. Okay. On top of that, drop. So, first enjoyment, I gave a four. Fair. Uh, I was kind of just trying to get through this as quick as possible. Um, animation gave it a nine. I think that the animation is very top notch on this. Kind of what we come to expect from the creators of Arkham Drive. Mm-hmm. Uh, character development gave a five. It's really held up by Saudi. Because um, I don't think anyone else really changes at all. Yeah, that's fair. Especially since we only spend time with like 
four characters. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, soundtrack, I gave it nine. I really liked the opening close for the show. The music mm-hmm. in between was really fitting to the type of show it is and fun to listen to. Mm-hmm. Uh, world building, I gave a six. We spent time in one city, but we do get to see XB and learn a little bit about it. I would have liked to have learned more about the tribes themselves. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I guess. Most of them get obliterated, plot. though. Yeah. Yeah, we didn't even see the full nine. That's true. Is there supposed to be nine? I think the joke is nine innings. Oh, that, okay. That makes sense. Uh, I gave the plot a six. The concept is really cool. It just wasn't fleshed out super strongly. Yeah. Yep. Uh, VA performance, I gave a four. I did not think any of it was that great. Ricky Karbowski might have been the best, and even that, that's not even close to her best work. No, this this is definitely not one of her best works. Um, Art style, I gave a 9. I really like the design of some of the characters, even if most of them are color-coordinated with their eyes and hair. Uh, Uniqueness, I gave an 8. I agree with what Zario said about um, it being fairly unique. Um, and recommendability gave a three. I have no reason to talk to someone about this show unless I know they're a corpse fan. That's fair. Sure. And even then, I'm just like, just watch his Among Us and listen to his music. This is not a great form of media for corpse. Uh, this so could 100 percent be the director's fault of the fucking show too. With that is also with fair. So oh, yeah. much of the yeah, with so much of the voice acting being bad in like our collective opinion. Uh, that probably is a director's thing. Yeah, more so than a voice actor. It would be the uh hire the uh the hiring director for VAs. Well, I mean, that like they may have made good choices. It's just they probably just didn't direct the per- the people that they have in the right direction. Yeah. Oh yeah, because yeah, yeah. it's up to the directors to actually tell the voice actors exactly how the line is supposed to sound. Yeah, you know. So if that's if, fair. If they were giving like not their best performances, and the director was like, "Okay, great, slap it on there," then, then that's, that's what you're going to expect, and that's their fault. Yep. Yeah. So, what's your overall? Sixty-three. Sixty-three. Wow. So that brings our average sixty-four. I think that's fair. Yeah. Yeah. I would agree with that. I didn't expect. I didn't expect this to be super great. I, but no I just expected it to be cool looking. I, it was definitely cool looking. It was yeah, definitely cool looking. In, in my opinion, not so much Wiki's opinion, but that's okay. Yeah. Uh, I mean, we know how Wiki I, is with lips. I had, well, his problem here was that he saw no lips. Because <laughs> this dude was wearing a mask the whole time. <laughs> the mask was dumb. Uh Anyway, guys. Also, what's up with that random purple stripe that dude just fucking got out of nowhere? Oh, yeah, that, that's that was true. A- after he became the emperor, he, the he got. Oh! He was the Fuhrer. Yeah. The Fuhrer, yeah. He, he got, like, the, that, like. The painted purple on purple tat. stripe. Yeah. I was like, what the fuck to do that? I think I thought it was, like, blood, but then it didn't stayed. Grab, there. Didn't the dad also have that? I'm wondering if it's, like, maybe it's a sign of, like, uh. I don't remember maybe, what the fucking I don't think so. Well, I, I know purple. A, I know purple is the sign of. Royalty, like it's the color of royalty, right? So maybe he got that showing, like, oh, he's now a royal or Everybody something. Everybody already knew he was royalty, because of his insignia. They knew he was right. royal family. 
Well, but this guy was also I just want them to ultra off. know. But this fucking guy was also a big yeah, show off. <laughs> this guy was a big show off, especially because of the fact that like he was just one v one, like one v nine, like all these fucking teams. Like it was nothing. I mean, he was killing his own teammates. Exactly. Because he didn't give a shit. Yeah. He's all about eugenics. I don't know what that word means. Is that when they write their own story about themselves? It's still autobiography. <laughs> That's not a bibliography. <laughs> not a bibliography. Uh, Anyways. No, eugenics is like the idea that uh, everybody below a certain line of whatever you're ranking should just die. So for him, it's you have to be strong or you're going to die. Or Which his ideology in this world oh, makes so, a lot of sense. If someone's just stronger than him, that means he has to die. Yeah. That's how it, that's how those kind of people have think. A castle fall on him. So yeah, he <laughs> did almost get bodied by a train. Also, yeah, yeah, he did have a castle fall on him. That castle was definitely stronger than him. So mm-hmm. well, that looks like he has to kill himself. No, the castle has to kill him because the castle's stronger. <laughs> the castle's destroyed. Yeah, and so is he. They were on the even playing field. They were both, they were equally matched. Yeah. <laughs> His final words. Alright, it's a draw. Finally <laughs> You know what this just reminded me of that blows my mind? Mm-hmm. That the entirety of like the John Wick movies like last within like a like fucking days span, like a week or some shit like that. Because they're back to back to back to back, right? Yep. Uh, yeah. Yeah, no, they're, 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 yeah. yeah. They, 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 they leave right off where the last one was. Yeah, John Wick. The series of John Wick takes one. place, I think, in like it takes place within like at least a week, maybe two weeks total. Because right. the first one stops, second one picks up right after, and then the second one, the third one picks up, and the third, fourth one, if one I've heard, picks up right after the third one. I haven't seen the fourth yet. Either I've right. seen the That's third. Just what I've heard. I've never seen any John Wick. I just started good. watching it recently because of the hype. They're pretty good. This dude gets injured throughout every single movie and somehow keeps fucking pushing on, doesn't recover at all because it's in such short of a time span. He's the boogeyman. Like, this dude gets fucking He's shot, Yaga. dropped from the top of buildings, and he's just still fucking walking around and murking people. Yeah. Don't this, understand it. This guy is constantly on an adrenaline rush. Don't understand it. Oh, I have seen Crank. Yeah. That's a good fucking movie. I saw titties in that movie. Chester Bennington is in that movie. Me and Frenchie watched it at our buddy's house. Mm-hmm. Me and Frenchie would get rent R-rated DVDs because we couldn't watch them at home and we would go watch them at our buddy Wade's house in his basement and we'd, we'd see the movie. Uh, okay, it's not Wade anymore. I can't remember. I want to respect them. Uh, do you remember uh, their name now, Frenchie? Sage. Boom. Sage? Sade. Sade? Just like Wade knows Yes. Yeah. Got it. Oh. Uh, and, uh, they also go by Sadie, I think. Sadie. Sadie. Okay. We went to Sadie's house when we were little, and we would go watch rated R movies to go, like, basically see movies and watch scary stuff because we couldn't see that. Right on. Fair enough. Good time. Sounds like it. I miss them so much. They're so fucking cool. Anyways. Anyways. Okay. Anyways. Thanks for uh, listening to our review of Tribe 9. Uh, if you guys watched it, feel free to let us know where your thoughts about it, but I understand if you didn't watch it. Uh, once again, the assignment is Shadow's House Season 2. And we will catch you next week. Bye! Bye! Bye.
Thank you so much for tuning in to the Weekly Weaves podcast. We'll be back next week with more exciting anime talk. Make sure to join us every show to stay up to date with what's going on in the world of anime. We'll catch you next time.